1: All right, back over here at Fenway Park. It is the WEI Ness and Jimmy Fun Radio Telethon presented by the Arpella Insurance uh, Foundation. And joining us uh, live right now is one of our favorite guests, Chris Sales. Good to see you, Chris. Good
2: to be here.
1: Everything good? All right, we've got to get right to it right off, the, right. Uh, off the bat. So you, go, you pitch great after you go on the, the uh, DL for 10 days, and then you go back on the uh, DL. Are you concerned about this? What should be the level of concern out there?
2: Uh, I'm concerned we're here for the Jimmy fun and we're talking about me. We will. We
1: will we will talk
2: about it. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'll uh I'll be back out there soon enough. Um you know just kind of some stuff we got to got to take care of right now and uh we're on, staying on top of it and we'll be back out. So there you soon.
1: don't consider this a scary situation for you.
2: Um no, not not for me personally. I know from the outside looking in maybe some questions but um you know sitting where I'm at we're we're doing all right. My guess is
3: that's not a uh, fun conversation for Alex or Dana to have with you, because my guess is that you probably want to pitch, but you kind of understand
2: where you are. Yeah, it's it's, it's tough, you know. Obviously, um, when you're a pitcher, that's not pitching. You know, I, I bring one thing to the table, and I'm now I'm not bringing it. So, um, you know, there's there's problems in that, but at the same time, you you got to take care of yourself and, and take care of your team, and you don't want to compound issues at this at this point where we're at. So. Luckily, uh, we're, we're able to take some time like, to handle I was, this.
3: I was saying the biggest concern is bouncing back. You know, I mean, you guys listen. Your eyes are on October, and they want to ride you. I mean, you know what I mean? You want to be available. Make sure they know when you are available. Bounce back. Is that what you're mm-hmm. trying to take care of now so you can bounce back?
2: No doubt. I mean, like you said, you get to the playoffs, and it's, um, you know, the, the chains are off. Oh hell you breaks got, you, got, you got to pitch three days in a row. you got to pitch back-to-back days, two innings, this, out of the bullpen, start this game, bullpen that game. Um, it's all on the table and you got to be prepared for that and I think uh, up to this point in the season we've done a really good job you know I say we you know obviously you know Dana and and our training staff and AC have done a really good job of taking care of guys and and putting guys in positions to succeed and and also taking care of guys when they need uh, need a day here and there.
4: So you're you're like in my opinion like the rare case of an actual uh, you know baseball player with a football player mentality. Right,
3: what, what you got to rip on what? what was that a Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, it wasn't an insult. No, I'm okay, co-
4: okay. complimenting Chris Sale. Okay? I, <laughs> I, I we'll do this aside. every day, football, okay.
1: baseball, football, baseball, football, baseball,
4: football, <laughs> but, but, but it seems like it seems like you would be, and I mean this with the most respect possible. Okay, like you would, you could possibly be like a, a trainer's nightmare, right? Because you don't. It's so hard. to You know, it's almost like you can't protect yourself because you just want to get out there and play. You're ignoring the pain. You don't want to let your teammates down. And they got to protect you from themselves. Like, how difficult is that for you and, and the trainers to kind of manage that relationship? <laughs> it is.
2: It's it's tough because you. I respect where they are and, and what they do. They're they're the best in the world at what they do. We have an unbelievable training staff, but this this will never be fast enough for me. It, uh, this if this was over tomorrow, it's too long. And there's a you know, they know what they're talking about. I'm too antsy to get back out there. You know they're they. Like I said, they know what's going on, and I'm just like, I just want to pitch, make this feel better. I want <laughs> to go, and uh, like, well, it's not that easy. So, but like I said, I, I've got good guys in my corner. I, I I trust their opinion. I trust what they've what they do, and, and they've done it for a long time at a very high level.
1: You must and, have been going crazy with the first DL, and yet you came out and you looked like your normal self. Matter of fact, that was as good a start as you probably had all year long.
2: Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things and didn't quite bounce back like we wanted to. So are you when you
4: when you do come back or actually not even maybe when you just come back off an injury, but just big game, big moments like what we're hoping to see, you know, in September and October. Is there a a different level of, I guess, intensity in your head that you have to consciously like try to slow down so you do stay in line and you're not overly amped so the ball's not going all over the place?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a certain level of staying within yourself. You know, you hear that a lot in sports is, you know, you see a guy take a big swing or a guy try to throw, you know, overthrow, uh, kind of gets all over the place. So you you got to try to find a place where you're – where you can max out but stay within yourself and, and do yourself good and, and not, you know, kind of hurt yourself in those situations.
3: Do you know if, like, the plan now um, is to be a little bit more cautious, is to take even more time than the first time?
2: Yeah, I mean, that was, that was kind of the, the first – Overall thing that was said was like, okay, well, we we did this over a X amount of day period Maybe we need more time than these X amount of days um, You know, we're like I said, we're in the middle of it. We're we're confident with with where we're at and like I said, I I have full faith and trust in, in the guys that I'm working with our training staff I mean, they've they've been on top of it I've seen what they've done to other guys on this team guys in and years past and uh I like where I'm at.
3: So you downplayed this thing when it first happened, you know, because I know you're kind of pissed, the yeah. fact that you even went on. And then, so a lot of people said, well, I'm not going to feel better until I do see this guy again. And like Glenn said, I mean, oh, geez, 12 strikeouts, 15 hitters, 98, and everyone's like, <laughs> okay. I'm, did, did you need to see that, or were you just confident that it was just there? And you know, Did you need to take them out against Baltimore and just, and just have that same feel again? Was there any concern with
2: you? No. I, I, I knew leading up to that start I felt really good um could have told me i could have put you in DraftKings. <laughs> that's <laughs> all you punch outs it's huge man <laughs> <laughs> but hey you know th- things like this, this is sports this, this is you know the human body you, n- you never know what you're going to get on a given day i mean shoot they're talk to my dad he wakes up on a given day and he's like i don't even know how, i didn't do anything i don't know why this hurts you know <laughs> and um you just take it take it in stride and, and deal with it as it comes and like I said, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to get back up there as, as soon as I can.
1: I've seen a lot of Red Sox teams over the year. I don't think I've ever seen Matter of fact, I never have. A team 50 games over 500. How good is this team?
2: Really good. I think um, since spring training. I mean, since the start of spring training, you, you, you could see it. I think the, the overall transformation of the feel of this team and, and the everyday just showing up to the ballpark ready to win, staying loose I think is another key part of that. And uh, just having fun. I think if you watch us on a nightly basis, we have fun. Yeah. And, and you, you see guys out there just competing and, and putting it all on the field and, and having a good time doing it.
4: You know, I don't think losing's never like any fun. But under the circumstances, based on how badly and how well you guys have been playing, just killing everybody, just running through every series you guys have, Cleveland comes in, they take two from you. Um, is that like a, a pleasant uh, you know, wake-up call for the team? Not necessarily, okay, how to deal with losing, but listen, when it gets for real in October, this is the yeah. type of team we're going to have to play, and you're going to need a little bit extra. Because I also feel like hey, you, guys are the, you guys are the benchmark now. So Cleveland, they're saying, listen, if we want to be one of the best, we've got to beat the best, so everybody is giving you their best shot, especially a, cl- a team like Cleveland that is going to be in the mix.
2: No doubt. I think – we have a target on our back because of where we are, you know. And I think, like you said, I mean, you, when you when teams come play us, we're seeing their best. Just like when J.D. Martinez steps in the box, the guy that throws ninety two is now throwing ninety four, breaking off their nasty slider. You know, guys are bringing their best to us, and you know that that just goes to show. I mean, we we got a good squad, and and we know that you know people are taking us seriously, and it's go time you know i i know the last couple of days haven't gone the way we want and this is boston so we're the worst team in the league now so yeah it's, it's losing streak <laughs> yeah but you know from where we are you know as a team we there's there's no panic and i think that's the overall consensus that has changed is we're not worried about the bad days we we focus on what we need to do we focus on the next task at hand and Yesterday's yesterday, today is today, and we'll worry about tomorrow when we get there.
3: You know, David Price said something the other day I thought was interesting. He said, I I tried to make adjustments before the league forced me to make them. And now he's kind of gone back to doing some things. And I know you don't shake off pitchers, but do you look, do people pay attention to tendencies? Like you're getting locked in some red, you know, 80%, 70% sliders, 0-1. Like, do do you pay attention to that stuff? Or do you rely on the catchers to kind of keep it informed as far as not falling into being predictable on the mound as far as the hitter goes?
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't want to know because let's let's say I throw eighty percent 0 one sliders, and Sandy calls an O one slider, and I know that I'm sitting here thinking, okay, this guy knows it's coming. I always do this. I'm either going to throw a waste pitch or I'm going to throw a pitch without conviction. You know, I, I don't I don't want to know if this guy's hitting. 480 on fastballs in you know over the last 10 games because if I throw a fastball in I don't want to be afraid to throw it you know what I'm saying so Mm -hmm. um, I don't really worry about all that plus go stand in that box it's tough (laughs) I mean you could tell me what's coming and I would get a hit probably one out of 50 times maybe
3: (laughs) yeah trust me I know especially you guys now man when I was playing the average fastball I think was 90 now I feel like everyone's throwing 96 so I don't know how the hell anyone's doing it
2: it's tough you know and even even if a hitter tells himself okay He's throwing a slider right here. There's still probably a little bit of doubt somewhere. So um, I try not to worry about that stuff and just go
3: compete. L- last one for me here. Before I know we're going to talk with the Jimmy Fund here, but this year it seems like you know that you're feeling a little something. They're going to slow you down a little bit, even though maybe you could pitch through it. Have you pitched through it the last few years? Like late in the year, because you know people talk about September numbers for you and. You know, not as dominant as maybe you are in early years. In years past, have you tried to pitch through it? Is that the reason why there's some struggles, and this year you try to learn from that? No, 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 no. Um,
2: no, that, that's – I wouldn't uh, – that that would be an excuse. Mm-hmm. I, I don't – maybe I have fallen off at the end of the year, but it's not because of what's going on right now. This isn't, you know, an every-year thing. Um – you know, even even in years past, there's no pain, there's no hurt. You just sometimes you're just tired. You know, mm-hmm. you, you get you get built up, and um, you know I threw a lot last year. Yeah, <laughs> threw a lot of pitches, a lot of innings, um, and got to that time and just tried to kind of keep doing the same things. And uh, I think looking at the the recent years and and what we've done this year uh, to try to protect that and and get through that has has been great. And I think you know this is just something that happened. This is just kind of one of those things that. As an athlete that plays a sport that throws overhand, uh, you're going to run into this stuff. Just like, you know, runners are going to have tight hammies, just like basketball guys are going to get sore knees. Uh, it's just kind of one of the things that happens.
1: Chris Saylor is joining us here on the Jimmy Fun Radio telethon, WEEI and Nesson combined efforts. It was a cool thing last night. The uh, pregame ceremonies, and then the kids out there on the field with the players. The patients were in here during the course of the day. Some of them were a little bit tired, yet man, they perked up when they got out there in the field. That was oh, yeah. pretty cool.
2: No, I mean, I, I, I dare you to go out on Fen, you know, on on the field at uh, Fenway Park and and not feel that. Um, we want these kids to to know that they're special. We want them to be able to to feel that and and have a good time and. You know, they, these kids are going through a lot, and I think I think we all know that. And and any time that you can get them to step away from from the pain or from the reality of something, or uh, just just going out and having a good time. I mean, sports in general that's what that's what it's here for. I know we get frustrated a lot when our team doesn't win or we have a guy that doesn't do well, but you know, this is a release for people to kind of escape reality and 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 enjoy something and and come together and and watch it and. That's what we want to do for these kids, and and it's important because you know, obviously they're going to be uh, an important important roles one day, and we want to get them there.
4: You know, the other thing is that the uh, we had a young girl named Breslin who was on earlier today. And uh, are you going to be out there today? Like when they when they how does it work when you're not pitching? Is are you out on the field? She's
3: saying play. She's saying yeah, she's play ball. Say, she's saying she's play, ball. play ball. Oh, nice. Yeah,
4: she's a little nervous. You know, we we had the big fella right here. You know, throw some baseball. So anyone who gets nervous, we we use these baseballs. So here, so and throw We, we haven't no, thrown at no, no, the big no, guy, no, right? No, no,
2: so, no, so Chris, so with no, your no, right arm, throw okay, as hard yeah. no, as you no, can. No, no, no.
4: You look no, no. nervous when you came this way.
2: in. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I've been squeezing this yeah. thing the whole time. So yeah. So just okay, tell us. you what,
1: Chris, throw it at me, and we'll find out how bad that shoulder really is. exactly.
2: That's what
1: you can do, right? So no, no. if he misses me, we're all in trouble. The shoulder is
3: ruined. Okay. But getting back to just this whole event, you know. Second year now being part of it. Do you, you starting? To, I mean, I don't know last year was that eye opening, and now it's sort of like this is the norm.
2: This is a special event here in Boston. Yeah, you know, you, you go through something once, and, and you obviously realize how special this is and how how important it is to everybody here. But there's no cut corners. This is this is full and through. Just a, a great great thing that's that's happening. Um, you know, they since I've been here in Boston, I've I've understood what it means, and they do. An unbelievably huge amount of, of charity work, and um, you know, obviously the Jimmy Fund and, and doing this is is a great way to raise awareness. Plus, I think I don't know. Did we get to two million? Well, last we're going to get it. Yeah, we yeah, did. We did yeah, last we, year. We got oh, yeah, to we're four last year. We have a long way to go. Year.
1: As of yesterday, Chris, we went over the fifty million mark for the seventeen years that we've been That's doing. That's unbelievable. This. Isn't it unbelievable?
2: And it's just you know, and, it, and it's because of it's because of you guys. It's because of us. It's because of everybody here. Raising the awareness and and putting this together, this isn't just us showing up and throwing microphones on and talking about it. There, there's there's a humongous production that goes on behind the scenes no by a lot of people that put in a lot of hard work just to make this happen. answering the phones. No so, doubt. I mean, look at the look at this right yeah. here. We got we got <laughs> people watching in and just you know just because of this. And it's 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 a beautiful thing. Hate to tell yeah, you, so, they're here to see Lou. Yeah, Not so, <laughs> Lou, they're here to see Lou. So, so Chris, this is the this is actually the one time
4: where we're like allowed to be pushy, right? So so you can be pushy, like we're we're shaming people into donating money. So can you, in your in your best, can you can you, a Game of Thrones shame bell? Can you do us a favor and like shame, shame people, people into giving us money?
2: That's that's uh, not my style. You know? I'm, not, I'm not here to force anybody to do anything. But do the right thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, do it's the right thing. It's it's always. But don't be greedy. You know?
1: <laughs> it's always uh, great when you come and uh, visit us. Even uh, even more so with the Jimmy Fund. I want to leave you with one thing. Since you went in the DL, how many people have come up to you and said? Really, Chris? The answer is you need to put on about thirty-five or forty pounds. How many times have you had heard that?
2: I've, I haven't heard that, but I we had the, the picnic in the park where we signed autographs, and I had a couple of people tell me I, I shouldn't be out there doing this. I need to be icing my arm. And Bring you a cheeseburger. I, I did have somebody offer tell me that they had a great PT. So I, I will say this: I appreciate the fans because yeah. they are they are worried and they are they're very uh, proactive about me trying to get back on the field. They're so, passionate here. Yeah, yeah. they I, are passionate. And that's why we love it. Good. And at the end of the day, um, that's that's what we feed off in that in that ballpark right there on the field. So. All right, get better. Take care. We your want time. to see you back right. out there
1: in the morning. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, we guys. really right. appreciate, it. appreciate it. Chris Sale, right here on our W E uh, E I W E I Ness and Jimmy Fun Radio Telephone, all presented by the Arbella Insurance Foundation.
4: Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs>